Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great weekend. It is Monday, January 29th, 2024. My name is Matt, and this is your Daily Crypto News. I want to say thank you to everybody who has left comments. Put those five stars on Apple Podcasts. And uh, again, if you would, if you have a quick moment, if you're on your phone, if you're on your computer, just open up the app, whatever app you're using. If it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, most of them have a place where you could leave a comment and rate the show. So if you could do that and make sure that it's a five-star rating with a beautiful comment, it would be very much appreciated. Oh, and by the way, you can reach out at matt at dailycryptonews.net. Let's get into it. The Hong Kong arm of Harvest Fund Management, and it's a major Chinese asset manager. They reportedly submitted an application for a spot Bitcoin ETF in Hong Kong, obviously. And that was on Friday. And it looks like Hong Kong is going to get ready to approve its first batch of spot Bitcoin ETFs soon. Funny that they're not going to delay it like the SEC did. What is this going to do for Bitcoin? Nothing on the launch of a spot Bitcoin ETF. What it is going to do, it's still going to open up the market to more retail investors. So over time, once people get more and more comfortable with having Bitcoin in their portfolios, we're going to see more and more money go into Bitcoin. The fact is, is the more spot Bitcoin ETFs that are launched around the world, the more access people have and more conversations people are going to have with their financial advisors to put this into the portfolio. FTX, you remember FTX, you know, the CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, that guy that's in jail. It's going to be in jail for a long time. Uh, You know, the guy who stole all kinds of customers' money and gave it to politicians. Remember that guy? Well, FTX, his company, has continued to sell off crypto holdings, stocking up on liquid assets ahead of its planned repayment to creditors. Advisors sold crypto from FTX Group's four largest affiliates and almost doubled their cash reserves to around $4.4 billion from the $2.3 billion in October. Remember, they were cleared to sell their crypto holdings that September, so they did. They're unstaking hundreds of million dollars worth of crypto from their staking platforms or staking platforms in general. FTX estate alone may have been responsible for about a billion dollars worth of outflows from Grayscale. As you know, that downward pressure from Grayscale, because Grayscale had a Bitcoin trust. But FTX is selling that so they can get cash, so they can repay their creditors. And, well, they're putting themselves in a position to be able to do so. Bitcoin's price is up 150% since FTX filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. This is just a change in fortune that you can only see, I think, in the crypto space because things happen so quickly in the crypto space. You remember OpenSea, right? OpenSea was the top dog of NFTs. It was an exchange just for, it is an exchange just for NFTs. It's a marketplace. It was untouchable. It had a valuation of around, what, $13 billion at one point? Well, now the CEO says that they're keeping an open mind towards deals. And that might include selling the company and being acquired. At its peak, OpenSea accounted for 90% of the NFT sector market share. And now its monthly trading volume has dwindled to around $171 million. Seems like a lot, but that's a 96% plunge from its all-time highs in January of 2022. 96% down. Now, the issue is they have a lot of creditors. They have a lot of people who put money into OpenSea at a valuation of $13 billion. And now that it's not worth that much, a lot of people are writing down their losses, like 90%. People are saying, hey, this thing's not even worth close to what it was. It's like 90% down from what we thought it was going to be worth. See, a lot of this has to do with Blur. See, what happened is Blur, it's another NFT marketplace, and they came in and they airdropped a lot of their tokens. They cut the commission for artists, so basically that just made it a lot cheaper to buy, sell, and trade NFTs. And they started taking shipping. Well, actually, I don't know if they chipped, they just 
took chunks out of the market share day after day. Even though OpenSea has more users than Blur, Blur has way more trading volume, around five times more daily than OpenSea. Amazon MGM Studio is developing a movie based on the life of Heather Morgan and her husband, Ilya Lichtenstein. Who is Heather Morgan? Well, it's Razzlecon. Yes, the wannabe rapper slash apparently genius that stole $4 billion from Bitfinex and was involved with a monster money laundering scheme. It was found out by the DOJ. The film is going to follow Morgan and Lichtenstein, who admitted to being behind the 2016 hack of Bitfinex and was arrested in 2022. That 120,900 Bitcoin that they had is worth around $5 billion today. I don't, this whole story is very, very weird, in my opinion, but not as weird as Razzlecon trying to be a rapper. This is, this is her. Razzlecon's the name, that hot grandma, you really want to bang. Always run the guilt game ever since I was 15. I'm many things, a rapper, an economist, a journalist, a writer, a CEO, and a dirty, 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 dirty hoe. Better than most writers. It is the most cringe thing I've ever heard. I don't know who they're going to get to play this Heather Morgan Razzlecon, but it has to be an all-star actress. I mean, this whoever can play somebody this cringe is going to win an Oscar. Full stop. And finally, there's rumors going around that Monero was cracked by law enforcement. Well, not really. Apparently, a Finnish publication claimed that Finland's National Bureau of Investigation, or the KRP, had succeeded in tracking transactions made using the privacy-preserving cryptocurrency Monero. However, not the case. It looks like Monero was not compromised. Apparently, it's a user error. Investigators were likely able to trace some transactions because of the faulty operational security on the user's part, rather than Monero itself. So... Don't believe everything you read (laughs) and make sure that if you are trying to send private transactions, you know how to do that. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear agrees at 55. We are neutral, slightly heading toward greedy. Not the best, by the way, but whatever. Bitcoin's in at $41,984, down 1.1% in 24. And... Is the rich getting richer in in crypto? Is this being consolidated into the hands of the few? And what happens when it does? I don't know that. But all I do know is that crypto whales and large investors have accumulated $3 billion more Bitcoin in January. Just keep stacking sats. Ethereum sitting at $2,245, down 1.6%. Tells number three, Binance is at 306 pretty much even. And Solana's at 9653 down 1.2%. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, and Doge. Total market caps at $1.62 trillion, a Bitcoin dominance of 51 and an ETH dominance of 16.7. That was our show. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.